Howdy, my friends, and welcome to episode 46 of the Daily Run through the book of Titus. And we are in chapter 2, and we've made it all the way at long last to verse 6. And verse 6 is, uh, again, a shifting of gears. He has been talking, uh, Paul, that is, been talking to Titus about younger women and how he ought to encourage the older women to admonish the younger women uh, in the following areas that we talked about at length for the last, I don't know, week and a half. And now we get to verse six and he says, likewise, exhort the young men to be sober minded. And there's more to it than that, of course, but this is, this is interesting. Uh, When he talks about being sober minded, uh, the same Greek word is used when we uh, read about uh, Jesus casting the demons out of legion, you know, and, uh, or the, the demon called legion out of the, uh, the demon possessed man. And it says, you know, that they, they saw him later in his right mind. And it's, this, it's the same Greek word, um, this idea of being in your right mind. And, and so this is interesting when he says, you know, with younger men, uh, you know, exhort the younger men to be in their right mind. So, I was thinking about that a bit, like what's going on here? What, why would, don't be nuts. Don't be insane. Don't be out of your mind. Don't be, I, I think the idea really is this, this idea of having a, a proper, accurate mindset. So what, what do I mean by that? Well, in the Bible, we often see this idea of pride being well, pride in the Bible is a negative thing. And so uh, the idea is that which is puffed up, inflated, having in a, fl- a puffed up, inflated view of yourself, right? To, to have an idea that you are more important than others. I've been talking with a lot of young people lately, and one of the things I've been sharing with them is the problem of self-esteem. Now, that might sound a little odd to you uh, to hear someone call self-esteem a problem. But self-esteem absolutely can become a problem if your self-esteem is greater than your other's esteem. You know, for the Christian, we're told, you know, in, um, in uh, what is it, Philippians 2, you know, in, in all your ways, um, esteem others higher than yourself. Have greater other's esteem than you have self-esteem. But in our modern culture, we're very much uh, told all the time. Self-esteem, self-esteem, self-esteem. That's what's missing. That's what our kids need. That's what people need. That's what everybody needs, a good dose of self-esteem. And maybe the problem is that there's plenty of self-esteem. There's just a great lacking of others' esteem. Maybe that bully wouldn't bully people so much if he esteemed others, rather than having this great self-esteem that I'm, my, my life's about me and I'm going to do what I should do and what I can do to improve my own situation and to uh, put myself in a position of power or advancement, whatever. And so the idea of pride in the Bible is this puffed up, inflated view of self, an inaccurate view of self. And and sometimes pride shows up in ways that, that people don't expect. Extreme shyness. Extreme shyness can be a sign of pride. Well, why? Why would I say that? Why would, you know, you would say, well, that'd be extreme humility. Well, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of come against that and I'll tell you why. 
because the person that has extreme shyness is hyper-focused on what other people think about them. They have this great concern about how they look, how they appear. They don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want people to, to have that focus on them. And you would say, oh, I'm so shy. Well, that we would never say that person is proud in our modern uh, English vernacular and uh, our Western way of thinking. But biblically thinking, this person has an inflated view of themselves. They have their focus on how they look, what people think about them. Their concern is not so much, I want to honor the Lord. I want to, I want to walk with him. I want to be used by him. It's, I can't get up on stage. I can't speak. I can't say these things because I'm so shy. Because they're concerned about themselves. And that's the inflated view of self. And I think that this is one of the great things for, for Paul to tell Titus at the beginning when talking to young men. Because while all young men are different, obviously, there are commonalities. There are things that we see more commonly in young men than in young women. And one of those is, is arrogance. Just, I know for me as a young man, extremely arrogant thinking I was better, smarter, whatever, you know, I would, I often joke with my wife about how she is very wise. And when she was in her teen years, she looked at things that other people did around her, things that her friends or sisters or whatever did. And she would say like, Oh, I'm not going to do that. I see that. I see the negative results of what they did. And for me, I had a different attitude. I didn't see other people fail and go like, wow, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fall into that trap. I had the attitude of, well, I could get away with it or I could do it or, you know, whatever else. I had a an inflated view of my own abilities. I also had an inflated view of my own importance. You know, we, become, we can become very self-important. You know, and one of the great things that I've discovered as uh, an older person now um, is looking back is realizing that there were, there were these things that I was... I was so sure depended completely upon me that if it wasn't for me, this wasn't going to work, you know, in my job situation and in, 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 even in ministry, like if I don't do this, it's not going to, you know, it's, uh, it's not going to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish or, or people are going to miss out, you know, only I, only I can do this, you know, and there were, there were years where I didn't take any time off because I was afraid, oh no, people will miss out on, on what I have to give. You know, and what I've seen now, 30 years later, is that many of those people that I've encountered since that were there at the same time I was, have no memory of me. And it's been such a great humbling thing to realize all this time that I thought I'm so important in this situation. I am, it's, it depends on me and I, me, 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 I'm, I'm, I, they don't even remember me. And, uh. And, and, it, and it gives me a great peace in what I do now to know, like, you know, I can let, uh, I, I don't have to do everything. I can let other people do this. You know, give other people the, the chance to minister. Give other people the chance to lead. Give other people the chance to, to speak. You know, that might, I might think that's my gifting, that I need to operate in it. And it's nothing wrong with operating your gifts. But I, I realized that I had a great deal of self-importance that was just um, overblown. 
you know, and I've, I've found that, you know, looking back so much of the way I dealt with people um, was, was, you know, arrogant, boastful, proud, um, an inflated view of self. And so it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that, that Paul's telling Titus, Hey, be, encourage the younger men, exhort the younger men to be sober minded, to have, to be in their right mind, not have an inflated view of themselves, not be, you know, not be in that spot where they have this idea that they are the most important, that they're the most valuable, that they are better than others or more accomplished than others or able to accomplish more than others, but rather strive for what the Bible would call humility. Humility is not beating yourself up or beating yourself down, but rather an accurate view of self. In light of who God is, in light of what Jesus has done for me, in light of who I am and what I have done, you know, having an accurate view of myself, in light of what God says, what God's word says about me and about others, striving to be in my right mind, to have an accurate view of myself, to look at my own actions, my own motives, my own desires, the, uh, the the things that entice me uh, to say, I want to examine these things in a real accurate way, in, in a sober-minded fashion, not making excuses for my behavior, but rather sober-mindedly considering, why do I do the things I do? Why do I treat people the way I treat people? To, to look at my life and say, am I presenting Jesus Christ to the people around me? Am I accurately representing him to others? Does my life demonstrate love? Does my life demonstrate faith? To be sober-minded. To not stick my head in the sand, so to speak, and ignore issues. But be willing to face them and be willing to change. I think that's an important thing for all of us. God bless you. Talk to you next time.